Welcome to episode two of the podcast, and today we have my mum. For those who are watching, you can see her. <laughs> for those of you who are listening, my mum is called Moira, and she is a Feldenkrais instructor. And Leon and I talk a lot about Feldenkrais, and most people are thinking, well, what on yeah. earth is that? And it's quite hard to describe, so we are going to hear from the source today. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you, thank you, and good morning, everybody. Um, interesting that I'll just start off on the, on the name Feldenkrais because it's named after its creator, the man who created the method, whose name was Moshe Feldenkrais. And he was a Ukrainian Jew who was born at the end of the 19th century sometime. I'm not quite sure of the date. And at the age of 14, he walked from Ukraine to Tel Aviv, which was then just the port of Jaffa. And sadly, now is the site of such oh, yeah. dreadful, yeah. dreadful war. Um, anyway, he, he went, once he reached Jaffa, he helped to build Tel Aviv. And there was always a lot of conflict between the, uh, the Jews and the Arabs. And there was a lot of knife fighting. And so he perfected the art of self-defense um, which then morphed into uh, martial arts he became a very very uh, he became a master a black belt in judo and from there he he created his move his movement re-education um, and it became known as the Feldenkrais Method, although he was aware that that was a dreadful name. He even said, we've got to think of calling it something else, something better. Yeah. And he and his, uh, his followers thought, scratched their heads for many years, and then in the 70s they went to America, to the West Coast, with the technique, the, the method, and the name Feldenkrais just stuck. So that's how it came to have such a cumbersome name. So back to the method itself. Uh, if you were to just be an observer walking past a class and looked in the window, you would see a lot of people rolling around on the floor, <laughs> walking around very slowly, sometimes even falling asleep. Yeah. But to the participants, it's a very rich sensory awareness of self-observation. And each lesson is a movement puzzle. It's often compared to yoga or tai chi because of the slow pace and sometimes it's confused as fitness but it's really a system of movement re-education designed to stimulate your brain. It's it opens new pathways of movements to improve the ease of your movement. For instance, as we're all just sitting here and Andy's sitting there with his cat, <laughs> can, you, can you move your arm towards the ceiling? Move your arms towards the ceiling. Okay. Now, now, did you did you move your arm as far as the e or further than you were absolutely easy? Did you did you encounter any strain? Yeah. 
Oh, oh that's yeah. pushing it. That's <laughs> pushing it. And where did it see, start? I see, I see where the strain really was. Yeah, <laughs> just a strain or tightness. There. Where was it? Yeah, just one. You don't have oh. to move both. And did you notice the? If you're doing, just do one again because that's more. I'm doing my left. Whoa! Look at him. He's he's the. He's a pusher. Speedy Gonzalez, I reckon. I reckon. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you hold your breath at any point? Probably. No, I breathed through it, but. <laughs> and mm. did you notice a transfer of your weight onto one sitting bone? I'm sitting very badly, actually. <laughs> and yeah. did you did you yeah, notice did you notice a movement in your spine? So much to notice. Yes, so <laughs> much. Yeah. These are yeah. these are things that you will be asked by by the practitioner, and very yeah. interesting things because normally we don't break down a movement into those component parts. No, you just you just reach. You just like, do yeah. it. Yes. Well, you reach yeah. and you push. Yeah. You reach and push. Yes. Yeah. So this is an this is another way to find out how you move, and. For instance, can you feel your spine in the same way that you can feel each of your individual fingers? Hmm. All the yeah. better. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. one of those you have to think. Yeah. No, no, I should be feeling my spine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, no. yes, well, ask, ask that question too. Should I be feeling my yeah, spine? What is the advantage? And the answer to the question is you probably not, but can you learn to? Yes, oh, well. absolutely. And I think, well, mm. well, we Feldenkrais think it's it's useful. It's useful. So now the to go back to the movement of the arm. What we're looking for are the movements that inhibit that hold you back from making one very enjoyable movement an enjoyable movement so where in you can you sense that there is something that holds you back it's it's very much involved in the um, the antagonistic muscles of our body so that as you raise one, you have to let go of the other. It, it may be different in weightlifting, oh, yeah. where you're just tensing everything. You're but bracing, yeah. Yes, it's you're bracing, you're clenching your jaw. Breathing is different. But you don't breathing. have to. And you, yes, this is what yeah. I want to hear. Do <laughs> you, you don't you have, have to. No, for some movements, yes, you need the, the brace for your for your core yeah but i think things like lifting if you're if you're just thinking about the arm it's a very stiff movement but if you're thinking about yeah. what else is involved y you would get a greater range of movement which is what we're all about uh -huh. um so i've always thought that feldenkrais and bodybuilding go together in many ways especially with isolation movements i think If anyone was listening, you know, put up your hand, everyone would just be like, you know, what, mm -hmm. however, you're yes. not really, yes. which is, uh, yeah. I guess when you start lifting and pushing weights, it's, yeah. if it's pull push, you're not really thinking spine. No, no I'm so, thinking of the individual yeah. rather yeah. than the body as the whole. And then I think the most important, or one of the most important things I've learned from you is the letting go afterwards. Because yes. then 
you know, if you, when you're bracing for heavy moves and things like that, you often just stay tight the rest of the day, but you need to learn how to relax. relax. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, relax the core, relax your belly. You know, for women, we're always trying to suck in. And mm -hmm. to let go is very hard. Yes. And to Absolutely. be to be aware of your whole body is very hard. And, yeah, I think that's, for me, mm. what I've learned the most from mm. Feldenkrais is... Yes, particularly... The, the jaw. Oh, yeah. Now, if you just think of the jaw, uh, that includes the, the teeth, the tongue, the neck, the shoulders. So I think what we tend to forget is that we are so connected. The movements of the jaw will connect, will affect the movements of the shoulders, of the ribs, yeah. the pelvis. And um, and so on down to 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 the heels. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a wonderful reminder that we are one wonderfully interconnected system. Yeah, because I, I yeah. remember. No, no. I was just saying before doing a lot of Feldenkrais. I remember I I'm a jaw clencher. Like when lifting, mm -hmm. I have its jaw neck and. After a lot of training, because I'd go and uh, we'd do Feldenkrais and the question would be, what do you want to work on? And every time it's like, man, my shoulders, neck, Sh always shoulders, neck. And then we did a tongue, tongue. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Bless you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And well, I guess when you're starting, you're like, neck. <laughs> I guess, I I guess it connects, but yeah. it's my traps, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> And after the shoulders just feel lower and everything, and as I've been training of late, I've learned to you know just keep the tongue easy and not really clench, and yeah. it's really helped because uh, I don't think I've complained about my neck in a while. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yes, absolutely. It's that you're just you know you get into and you clench everything, and yes, I guess. And, which are the eyes and the tongue mm. and therefore your eye well if you think you know if you were not a not in a in an evolutionary term if we didn't have good connection good uh, communication between our eyes and our tongues we would miss the fly <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah so the yeah. eyes are also incredibly potent doing just a lesson because each uh, Feldenkrais uh, created thousands of really carefully constructed movements uh, lesson movements called awareness through movement lessons or ATMs and many of them are about these very small movements of the eyes the tongue, as Leon was saying, the mouth and jaw, and they're, they're incredibly effective for your neck, for your sense of vision and your peripheral vision, and the brightness, and the carriage of the head, which is also very, very important. Yeah. Those being aware of those two top vertebrae, the atlas and the axis, and the free movement of your head even though I appreciate when you're lifting something there has to be a tube a cylinder of strength mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. your cat is so funny she looks like an alien <laughs> it just keeps popping out yeah, yes. corner. if you can't uh, you if you're not it. watching his yes. cat has uh, the cone on and she just pops up behind well, him it's yeah, very yeah. funny it's a green cone a green cone <laughs> oh. 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 
Yes. So it's uh, yes. Where were we talking about so the, you, the? You're a tube. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tube, a tube, tube of strength. But it's interesting. You should say here that you don't have to clench. That you can oh. actually. Could you smile while you're lifting? Yes, you could. Yeah. I think that, that is a challenge. Yeah, with a loose yeah. tongue. That'll I think you'd probably do much better. Oh, that'll, yes. be, that'll be hard. Would it? Yeah, but it would be, I think it would be better. Like, just Because notice, when you yeah. brace, you should be able to breathe. You should be able yeah, yeah. to do other things. Mm. It's just it's that just brace there, there uh-huh. but you could okay. easily... Yes, yes. There's a downside to that, though. Yeah. If you're smiling in the gym, people are going to come up to you and speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not smiling, but you can make it into a... Yeah. 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 That's not very relaxing. No, that's not relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. When, you, when you're on your last rep and you're smiling. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could always wear your mask for that. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but I, I must say that I, ATMs, we've done even basic ones if you work at the computer a lot oh yeah mm. you get so much eye strain and just doing yes when we've done um i'm sort of basic eye movement it's it's incredible you have to experience it but i get floaters in my oh. eyes i say that people think i'm really weird but that those who have floaters you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah and when i do the feldenkrais i atms or they go because I think all the muscles are so tight, you know, that distorts the shape of your eyeball. Yes, it um, does. It and does. just to relax all of those. Those muscles yeah. around there, they are, there are sphincter muscles in our bodies. One, the anus, and then you have the, uh, the diaphragm, the mouth, the throat, mm. and the... Eyes. I never thought of the eyes as a sphincter. Yeah. They are, aren't they? They're mm. circular yeah. muscles which yeah. can tighten. Yeah. So, yeah, those those muscles. Uh, anyway, yeah. there are many wonderful wonderful lessons. In fact, this what this talk should yeah, be just a one lesson. But better better to you'll have to come it. back yeah, again. I have to come back. Um, yes, that's right. On eyes on or eyes something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be the. I, I need my eyes for my gaming, so oh, you can, God, you can yes, use me as your... Wonderful. Oh, Christ for gamers. Yeah. You'll make yeah, your millions. There you go. Yeah. What a wonderful new direction. Okay. Because yeah, that tongue really helped, so I can, yeah. I'll, I'll, I've not done the eye one yet. but yeah. We've done some eye movements with you. Yeah, you, I, were very, you were very impressed. I, oh, yeah. But <laughs> Fully. You were so impressed you forgot. Side. So impressed you forgot. Yes, exactly. No, all the movements we do, my neck just and shoulders just go down, and I think I tighten up too much here. So they've really helped my my neck a lot. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's often the things because we know everything is connected. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are aware of that now. But you know, there are the strangest connections, like when Leon had his glute, oh, yeah. you worked on his shoulders, and that really helped. Yeah, the, the yeah. diagonal. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. and often we've done um, like rib work and mid back and just in terms of breathing how that <laughs> is yeah. just it's amazing yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also a very shallow breather <laughs> I think a lot of people mm. are especially when they get stressed they're very shallow breathers yeah but um, yeah after we, a stress you, response yeah yes. after, ooh, and he's disappeared after you've worked on that and I take a deep breath it's like wow yeah that that's what it should feel like (laughs) yes wonderful wonderful and also when we have challenges in our uh, you know in our muscles usually or joints and let's just call them challenges we often call it aging Mm. or repeated strain or tightness Mm -hmm. and we focus on the area that hurts and Really, and then you, you know, you label it, you say my shoulder pain or mm-hmm. my hip pain or my joint, uh, my, my knee mm-hmm. pain. And if you, if you really consider it, if you widen your, your attention there, you can see that there are other places that are inhibiting the movement 
and that prevent us from having an ease of movement. And yep. that's another thing, I think you were sort of alluding to that, Clea. It's another thing that really, that really helps is to look at the, at the points in yourself where you might be contracting muscles unnecessarily. Yeah. Which will give you pain in a, a certain else. area. Yeah. Yeah. The more I've been in this world, the more that makes sense to me that yeah. the pain is never where it feels painful. Yeah. And, um, you know, like for knee pain, it's, it's usually hips or, or even ankles. People forget how important their yeah. feet are. And yes. Oh, goodness. And, yeah, and, I, and I know, again, like from, from lifting heavy weights, I do find it very hard to relax. So she yeah. like mid spine, um, yeah. well mid back, and yeah. uh, just there. Yep, right there. <laughs> and yes. um, but I think I think you said that the first step is just being aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I guess as humans, we love labeling our pain, mm. and and uh, and then it just it just becomes so so much a part of you and. Exactly. And There's the familiarity yeah. of it. You look for it. You look for <laughs> it. I know when we've always finished a session, you're like, you know, I'm like, oh, does that feel better? And you're sort of yeah. <laughs> doing an old movement to see if there's pain. And it's, it's, and then again, it's hard not to fall back into old patterns. Mm. And I think a lot of injuries are caused by poor movement patterns. Yes. I think, like, yes. my first serious knee injury came probably about a year or six months after having a torn ankle ligament. Mm-hmm. And I think from adjusting to having a duff like ankle ligament or waiting for it to heal and limping around, you know, you start changing your movement pattern, your tracking of your knee a little bit. Yeah. And I think, you know, that now having, you know, I actually do genuinely have bad knees, is affecting things like my psoas. Yes. Yeah, you know, a link between. Very much. And, you know, so, you know, injuries can be caused by poor movement patterns and then they can compound to other yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'd, say, I'd call is our history, our compensating for other things, the things that happen to us psychologically. And that's a wonderful thing about Feldenkrais is it, it sort of, it affects everything you know our digestion our breathing our psyche which is probably one of the most important things oh i i I think so especially with injuries because you know that like i said it just becomes so part of you yeah yeah absolutely i i empathize with you andy because i did exactly the same thing my ankle and it was just before i was to it was about two weeks before i was to fly to my um, next segment of training I thought oh god can I do this because hobbling around on crutches when you're flying is no fun but when I was there I learned so much because I couldn't do big movements which is such a discipline to try and do small Mm. movements and slow them down and that's what allows your attention to expand and helps you to uncover all those little blind spots where we interfere with our movements so and having lots of hands-on treatment there where they would do something strange like my play with my pelvis and my ribs and I would stand up and feel just oh this is wonderful. It was better than before I broke my ankle. <laughs> so that was yeah. that was a blessing in disguise, actually. Yeah, so I think Feldenkrais would be amazing for guys who play, I guess, contact sports. You know, rugby, yeah. football, basketball. Yeah, yes, I know. It's very yes. quick, uh, yeah. uh, quick movements, start yes, stop. Exactly so to get right. that into more of a yeah. 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 Half the issue is guys rushing back from injury as well I know like yes, yes. with my ankles and my knees because you know especially in team sports so say rugby but you know people are going are you ready to play yet and, and even the physios are under pressure to get you back on the pitch yeah yeah, yeah 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 but 
But, you know, you, so you're rushing, like, the movement. So you, you're back running probably before you should be running. And you're back sprinting before you should even probably be, you know, jogging. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true. So, yeah. You know, and you do it through a bit of pain. And I think you teach yourself poor movement patterns. You know, you change your running stride a little bit just to, to compensate. And you mm. know, that leads on to, you know, other injuries. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a very difficult decision to make if you're if you're playing yeah. sport and you love it and you yeah. want to be on the team then you know something has to sacrifice you don't have time to recognize your habits and uh, change them it's a yeah. very diff yeah. it's a very uh, focused thing to do and not many yeah. people either are, yeah. are prepared to do it yeah because i think most people what you get ready maybe 80 percent and then you have 20% pain and guys asking you, are you okay? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and it's sure. that psychological. You're yes. like, yeah, I, I can I can do this. And yeah. then yeah. another yeah. maybe year or two, you have another major injury. Exactly. So. And at the time, the adrenaline is going oh, to yeah. keep you going. <laughs> yeah, I keep you going. But also... Well, yeah, it, yeah, you're told to suck it up. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, <laughs> like, young, young, you know, young people playing sport, the coach is always like, oh, it's only a bit of pain, suck it up, get through the yeah. game. Yeah. 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 And from yeah. the moment we're born, um, you're talking about, you know, young men mm. or, or athletes, athletes, but from yeah. the moment we're born, yes. we're told to do better, go faster, try harder. Mm. So, yes. yeah, that's <laughs> one thing that is, is just so pleasurable in Feldenkrais is that you're told to not try hard, do yeah. it badly. Yeah. <laughs> do it small. Do it make the intention. And uh, a lot of people struggle with that. Absolutely. When I can't remember my first lesson with you, oh. but it's because mm. we are so used to pushing, doing mm. beyond you know, when, and then because when you do the, the ATM class, you're generally closing your eyes and you're, yeah. you're not looking at anyone else. Yeah. And so you're, you're probably pushing and then you're saying, no, no, you know, just to like beyond where you feel, not pain, but even strain. Like, of course I can lift my arm here, yeah. but I feel the strain there. Yeah. And it, to slow things down that much is so hard, I think, for people. Yeah. So, yeah. so hard. Like the yeah. first lesson, that will be the lesson for you to, to slow down and not push. People yeah. forget the human body is mechanical. Like, you know, we wouldn't, if we knew our car had an issue, we're not going to thrash our car around and drive it 100 miles per hour everywhere. Because no. we know there's an issue, there's an issue with the engine. Now, you know, if one of your pistons smiths aligned and, you know, yes. it's causing decompression in your engine, you get it sorted. Yeah. We wouldn't go, right. I'm going to drive it as fast as I can. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of clients who are riders, yeah. and they, you know, they do most extraordinary things when they come to me. I can see they're really pushing and uh, and really going beyond what's comfortable. I said, "Would you ask your horse to do that?" <laughs> yeah. No. Oh gosh, no, no we wouldn't. <laughs> so it's um, it's just. Uh, a habit, a habit of pushing and not slowing down enough. Yeah, like um, not seeing the the benefits of slowing down to. Like clear, just nice. talked about the first lesson, and I sort of remember my like <laughs> the first ten minutes because I think I had a what was it glutes uh, something. So is so, good. Yes. <laughs> so Kia was like, try Feldenkrais. I'm like, what? what is My mom does it. And she's like, I can't explain it. And I'm like, man, whatever. Yeah, so we come. Uh, she asks, what's up? Uh, I tell her. And I remember laying on the Feldenkrais table, 10 minutes. Next thing, um, it's like it's over. And uh, I slept through the whole thing. But, <laughs> but waking up, I'm like, whoa, I'm... Like shoulders are lower, I'm feeling glute, glutes are easier, my hips and and like Claire says, she doesn't remember her first lesson but I wish I could but I don't remember because I think I just, like I relaxed and slept. And I, my, yeah, I just went, 
you ever seen me in a yoga lesson? Like, yeah. The only reason I've ever done yoga is the bit at the end where yeah. you know, <laughs> the yeah, corpse goes. Yes. Yeah. But I guess it's maybe just tell us you've got the ATM, but you've also got yes. the functional integration. Well, yes, 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 so there's two. Yeah. Well, the, the classes, as I said, are called ATMs, Awareness Through Movement. And there's also another aspect to Feldenkrais where I, um, I have a table, like a massage table, and I am moving you. Uh, you are passive, if you can. It's quite a difficult thing for a lot of people to do anyway, to be passive, to let go of the neck or the hands or the shoulders, even the hips and legs. But eventually, it's, there is a reduction in any of the muscular um, joining in. And I'm doing very much the same sort of movements. It's just really teaching you how you might make a movement using the whole of yourself and making it into a pleasurable movement. And it's very, very simple and it's not invasive. And there may be little tiny movements that are just your nervous system will recognize them as being, ah, that's what I should be doing. Yeah. And it just, it, it is very relaxing. And it's also, it's also stimulating in that it will teach you a different way to do things. Yes, I mean, it is... I think it's the most incredible experience. Um, I'm often your guinea pig. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Leon's a bit large. He's got large limbs to move. Yeah, I, yes. I even uh, fitting on the table sometimes. Yes, that's right. That's right. But it's but, it's, yeah. it's it's very hard to describe it. But it's it's not massage. But like you no. say, it is stimulating the central nervous system. I don't fall asleep, but it's a nice I meditative state. <laughs> you can fall asleep. You can yeah. be forgiven for it, but it's better yeah. if it's you better can to, I stay like awake. Staying yeah. awake, just yeah. being aware of what you're doing. Because mm. yeah, you yes. sometimes ask questions like, "Now, what do you feel?" and or you know, which side feels longer? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit like you know, for letting go, trying to relax. Yes. People are used to just like mentally relaxing. Um, That's what sort of triggers the sleep rather than just relax their muscles. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you, know, you guys have been to uh, you know, physio, and physio is like trying to check something, especially with knees, with a knee laxity test. And for me, he's always like, you know, they always say, relax, relax your muscles. I'm like, I'm trying, but you know, <laughs> it's really hard yeah. to try to stay present and relax the muscle at the same time. And I think yes. maybe that's why. You know, people do fall asleep because for us, relaxation is trying to switch your brain off and switch everything off rather than mm. sort of, you know, yeah. having that control over our bodies. I would say that Feldenkrais is not switching the brain off. The brain no. is, is very active, well, actually. Mm. Yeah, I, think it's... That's, I think that's the opposite. I think Feldenkrais, you need to be aware mm. and relax at the same time to understand the movement. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to be aware of the differences, one side and the other, the differences after, after a movement, you know, is it, um, is it longer, is it shorter, is it, yeah, it's, it's being aware of the differences and uh, yeah, and yeah. And I think another another very useful thing for weightlifters is to be aware, discover your relationship with gravity. Where and um, oppositional movement. Mm. So that when one part of you is going back, the another another part has to come forward. And therefore, where is your center of gravity as you move? Are both of your feet, is there uh, equal weight on both of your feet? Are your toes, your big toe, mm -hmm. is the strength coming from that? Um, Feldenkrais was also, he was actually a doctor of physics. He was an engineer and uh, black belt so 
all those things gave him a, a knowledge of the, as you said, Andy, the the body, the the sort of the mechanics of the body, mm. and balance, balance from the martial arts. And what you uh, say? he said that. I was going to say, I can see, see the use in martial arts and where it came from. Oh, you're back. And it's all about balance. Oh, it's like that cloud. Oh, yeah. oh. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so amazing. No. <laughs> um, okay, so I was saying I can see how it developed for martial arts. Because in martial arts, you know, something I've got a lot of, is it's about balance, it's about mm. awareness, it's about movement patterns. Martial mm. arts, called martial arts is, when you're training, is practicing movement patterns over and over again. Mm. Being aware in those patterns. And everything, every movement is, has to have a counteraction. Yeah. Every action has a counteraction in the body to, to remain balanced. Yeah. Okay? And, yeah, and that's quite important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. Boxing. Yes, I was just saying, oh, from boxing. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that the power of a boxer's hip, <laughs> which I don't like boxing, but I was intrigued <laughs> by that came from the big toe the trajectory yeah. all through the you know the lower bones the tibia yeah, yeah. through the femur the pelvis the warmth wow that's where the pelvis and that's yeah. why you know not only sort of being aware of each finger but being aware of each toe will just make you more function well that's why we always say if you can <coughs> try and if you're lifting heavy weights, do it without shoes. Ah, I love doing that. Even yes. even <clears throat> if I can, I'll do yes. them without flat shoes because yeah. I love to feel my toes yes. and my feet. Because like you say, if you stand there, it's generally your balance is a little bit unequal. Mm -hmm. And I find doing the, the foot, I guess, inversion, oh, inversion yes. really yes. helps if yes. I ever get knee pain. I just do yeah. that before every single squat. Yeah. And it was a real game changer for me, just feeling the balance mm -hmm. of where it is. Because on my left foot, it's more on the outside. Mm. On my right foot, I feel it more in the ball. And that, of course, translates all the way Wonderful. up into your hips. So another yeah. reason not to wear shoes if you yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been wearing Vibram five fingers since 2017. And, or maybe 20 years. And the toe shoes. Toe shoes. They're like, oh, oh wonderful. Oh, yes. And, those and are, my knees those feel brilliant. so much better for wearing them. Absolutely. The only problem is I sometimes stub my toe when I'm out walking on dedication. <laughs> but generally, if I hike in those, my knees feel a lot better than yes. if I'm wearing a shoe or a boot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I train in them for that reason. It's because I like my toes to spread out. To, to balance the weight across mm. my toes, you know, it takes pressure off the side of my knee, you know, the force then travels straight up through the bone rather than up one side or... Yeah, perfect. And also, you know, when you have softer, a softer sole shoe, thicker, softer, mm. it can wear down and that yeah, just yeah, yeah. accentuates yeah. Your, <clears throat> your original yeah. uh, bias. And you know, when you think of how many bones and joints and muscles and ligaments there are in the foot, oh, to yeah. use them to their maximum for a, a, yeah. a healthy foot and therefore healthy knees, yeah. hips, and so on up. And, and Leon's toes are... Not anymore. <laughs> Dad, don't, they don't yeah. touch the ground. But yeah, it's... Uh, They're getting when happier. I used to, They're getting happier. I think so. When I used to play football, sometimes I'd get... Uh, I'd you know when you get your favorite shoes when you're younger and then i outgrow them and then i yeah. don't want to get rid of them so yeah. i used to wear you it's know my, my favorite football boots you know like i had my lucky charm boots so i outgrow outgrow and then i eventually i think my toes yeah they got used to it so i was used to wearing smaller shoes and their toes just stayed in Quite yeah. relaxed today. No, no, I used yeah, to do full and cross, yeah. and yeah, now I practice. Gripping. Even when yeah. I train, I don't yeah. know. Well, the videos guys can't see, but even when I'm about to do the I'll deadlift, I'll feet next time for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like when I'm doing deadlifts first, I always spread them out first, mm. and then 
Okay. Now take position, and it's just something I've kept doing, and it's helped because. Thing is, I like using my toes for stuff. I've got quite, I've got quite flexible toes. I can move quite nicely. Good. Can, I, can we oh. see? Do yes. we have an example? Can you? Can you write with them and stroke the cat with them? Yeah, I was going to say lift the cat with the toes. Oh, 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 oh what's he doing? Oh, no. oh, 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 we're seeing the, Oh, there we go. All right. What side oh. are you holding? What are you holding? It's a Swiss Army knife. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, is, is the blade exposed? Um, Too many Bruce Lee so, movies, man. Is, I drive. If I wear my diagrams driving... I find I drive with my toes. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's, that's, a that's true. Yeah. I really saw toes, like driving from Nevada to Nairobi. So yeah, true. I you don't sort of grip the wheel with your toes. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Like back, have a nap, just feet on the escarpment. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, God. Yeah, on the escarpment. No, I but, think everybody would be so impressed. They'd let you it is amazing because now yeah. I'm more... I think about my toes, but before, you know, football, just wear socks. Uh, yeah. squeeze the shoe in the socks will do the part of friction or whatever and even uh, there's my small toes you can see that they have like a permanent blister mark because of uh, all that the, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah 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 and I have a similar like it goes in because yes. of yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's quite tight isn't it who used to wear Oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I yes, mean, no. They look, yeah, they look terrible. Yeah. But I also think as parents, you know, I'm I'm quite mindful when I'm choosing Claire's shoes for school and stuff. Because when I was younger, I'm not, you know, my, my family didn't have loads of money, so yeah, you, know, you get hand me downs a lot, mm. yeah. and you try and you know. So I, you know, you'd wear your shoes until they were too small. Oh yeah. And then you would end up. Moving to a pair that were massively too big. They're too big. <laughs> Which is also not good. And so, you know, you either the try toes. to make sure your toes to keep it on your feet, or they're wedged in. Yeah. You know, so I do think having shoes that fit is a good start to, to try and prevent some injuries from day one. Yeah. 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 And it's not just the feet, it's the all the muscles yeah. and the oh, leg right. as well. Yeah. Which, you, you know, if, you, if your feet are cramped... Yeah, then the, you're walking in a funny way and your legs are going to be they're just not moving in the, the there's muscles a lot of there. people, there's a lot of places though where people don't wear shoes and they generally seem like they move quicker and stuff. Yeah. so you yeah. know even in places like Cape Town a lot of the guys who live in Cape Town yeah, you'll see you go around the shops and you see people barefoot walking around and you're like yeah that's wonderful um, <laughs> you know and I love that about Kenya like you know, like Pembroke, Classical, it's all about you see kids without shoes on. Yes, that's you know? lovely. Yeah, it really is lovely. I think if you have to wear shoes, then the best thing to do throughout the day is to change your shoe. It'll make mm. a different part of your mm. foot work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I like that idea. Just, yeah. just yeah. have when four extra have, pairs in the, in yeah. the car. You have many shoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's have like, it's like, yeah. why are you changing your shoes, Feldenkrais? <laughs> just going to exercise the little toe now. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, my, my, I don't wear shoes. My, my, I don't wear shoes. I walk across everywhere. Yeah, for mm. me, yeah, I think because of football, my, well, my other toes are good. My little toe is beyond saving, I think, at this point. But uh, your little but toe I'm is, trying. It's in a coma. There's yeah, no my, edge for you. Oh, my okay. little toe is just for me not to look like a freak. But it, it's it's it doesn't <gasps> do much. But <laughs> yet, but the, yet, uh, yeah, no, yes. not. We're gonna yet. get that little toe. But slowly, in. just being mindful, it's it's really yeah. helped because uh, during my squats for warm up, before I wear shoes and deadlifts, I I notice um they they get quite longer so. Mm, that's yeah, wonderful. So, I think all our, all our like pushing and, and, and lifting movements do start on feet. You know, all these big compound yes. exercises, you um, yeah, make sure your foot placement's correct before you start trying to do squats, deadlifts, cleans, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. And try to, maybe when you're doing your squats or whatever it is, to do it in a, a, with an, uh, an attitude of curiosity. Now, if I go like that, 
what would happen if I do it on this one? Because the Feldenkrais movements are, there are repetitions, but each one is done. E there are variations. Each mm. one is done. Mm. And you can just try breathing in at the same time as you do it, and then breathing out of, as you release, or the other way around, oh, yeah. oh. and um, noticing your jaw and your yeah. tongue, yeah. and just noticing how it feels best to you. Yeah. I guess things don't always feel great when you're when you're lifting, they, or maybe you do get that moment no, of, sh oh, they should do, it should hurt. And yeah. I think yeah. that's where yeah. Feldenkrais ah. really does go well with lifting weights, because there, you know, there's no perfect way to squat. It's, it's your individual anatomy. Yeah. And that's where I think, yeah. you know, being aware really works. And you do work with your breathing a lot yeah. as well. Um, and I think some, some bodybuilders, well, some of the, well, on your course, one guy does bodybuilding. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, he's a weight A weightlifter, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, even. Yeah. Yes, yeah. even more, yeah. yeah. No, but I think it does, it's wonderful, yeah. yeah. It does change, because, like, for me now, I, I honestly do not clench my jaws wow. and neck, so, That's you know, the huge feet, so, That's great. And it's yes. things that normally I do, like, even when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you can see the type. Yeah. But now it's very... Yeah. Like I know it's the shoulders, so yeah. it. Speaking from my experience, yeah. I think it, it it can help everyone. And like you say, the weightlifter. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No. Um, I think the big help is something you just touched on there. It's just being mindful of these things. Yes. I think too many people go into a gym and just lift. Yeah. And you know, we we say try and connect with a muscle, but actually, probably. Just be mindful of the whole movement pattern, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than just you know, one part of it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. they say sensing yourself with attention is awareness. Sensing yourself with it, I like that. Yeah, sensing yeah. yourself with attention. Yeah, yeah, that's it awareness. Is under yeah. tension. Okay. Yeah, right. it's yeah. not something you have to be sitting in a cross legged yeah. position. <laughs> no. to, yeah. It's that. And doing it slowly, I think another one you sent me is yeah. if you can't do it slow, you can't do it fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that's that right. because you see yeah. so many people mm. all doing reps like this and it's just slow it down. Yeah. Squatting and chest pressing are probably two of the ones that are abused. With where speed, people yeah. just don't quickly mm -hmm. try to bounce out of the, the, the hole instead of actually controlling the movement mm -hmm. but yeah the weight controls the movement not you and that's only ever going to lead to injury you yeah. know it's yeah, okay initially yeah, but at is. some point something's going to go wrong yeah and i know a lot of people have to need to love to listen to music when they train if i'm on my own i don't i'm not saying you have to do this every time but sometimes don't because that can, that's just like hyping you up, but you it can stop you from being aware. Yeah. So I think not every time, but just try it without music, f f not even for the I'm, whole session. And just I've actually tried to change, move away from having to train aggressively or hype myself up. Often I'll stick a podcast on, so yeah. I don't need to pay much attention to. Mm. I might in between sets have a listen, yeah. but actually, generally, you know, just train because what you find is you get so worked up that you, you are rushing your reps and then afterwards as well you know, you're still in an aggressive mood <laughs> post-training you know i like to just be able to chill relax even during training you know walk back into the house and be yeah you live you know, it yeah, not, not worked up yeah. Yeah. yeah that's lovely that's great andy you're when I was in Nairobi, getting in the car, I can't drive with certain music because so I drive too aggressively. <laughs> but I've got like rap on or or hip hop. I tend to drive more aggressively. So I actually I stopped I actually listened to that and listened to more things like sea shanties as I find. <laughs> I quite enjoy that. Oh, yeah, I'm, just bit, yeah, I'm getting old obviously. I just listen to a couple of sea shanties, sing along. And then I, 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 my driving experience is karma. And so when I used to drive to the gym, I'd get to the gym, you know, driving my own is like, get to the gym annoyed, you'd be pain annoyed, <laughs> you drive home annoyed, and you can carry that mood through to mm -hmm. family time, you know, and being around the house and, you know, 
So I've been quite mindful of those things in my life where don't drive annoyed, you know, drive in a good mood because then you're, you're safe for driving. And then, you know, you're, you're more of a pleasure to be around when you get out of the car. Yeah, yeah and you notice more as well. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing, actually, that you, you notice the different states of your mind and you, you are able to state change just by a decision to say, listen to something less, um, less aggressive. aggressive mm -hmm. yeah. And I find that Feldenkrais, no matter what, no matter what sort of, I don't know, mm. anger, Mood. despair, yeah. anything, oh. uh, or even joy, it's, it's just an incredible state changer. It is. Well, yeah. you use it to go to sleep sometimes. Yes, when you absolutely. when you can't sleep. When I, think I that's can't sleep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just do something gentle with my hands, with my eyes, or yeah. with my mouth. It's just, yeah, it is. And, um, well, we've, we've been talking about it for a long time, coming up with a, a Feldenkrais warm-up <laughs> for before yes. your lifting session. Because, I mean, I've taken a few moves from you and incorporated them, and oh, they good. are... Wonderful that and it, I think it's quite nice to start your session very slow Very aware very small movements. I know a lot of people don't have time for that, but you know Even ten minutes makes a big difference yeah. Um, even five. True. Yeah, I know it's hard for you to distill it yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand and yeah. I appreciate that mm. the um, the aim of the weightlifting hour or the or the fitness yeah. hour is to is to do something that's going to make you fit and strong. Yeah, um, and it's cardio, um, but it does help to start small yeah. mm -hmm. with awareness. It's you know there's just one little bit I want to finish with here is genetics matter, and your environment matters. Yeah, but gaining knowledge of our daily movement just creates either disease or potential mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so starting small bringing that sensing yourself with attention and then building up to the crescendo and possibly even a little bit at the end at but, the end but yeah. maybe the endorphins that you feel from your from your um, session are enough, I don't know. No, no it's I good to, to come down. Maybe just down. some breathing. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's, yeah. a lot of people do that at the yeah. end, 10 minutes breathing to just get back into that rest hmm. and digest yeah. state. Yes, yes, Because yeah. we've talked yeah. about that before on yeah. the podcast, like, you know, like eating straight after your super hype from your workout is not mm. the best idea. No. So yeah. taking some time to just yeah. come back down. All my clients, I say take Go for a walk after the training if you yes, can. And take lovely. half an hour to an hour before you eat. Yeah. Just get your blood pressure and your pulse, resting heart rate, get back to normal. You know, and just go, chill out, do some stretching or whatever it may be. Then eat. Right? Yeah, yeah. really, yeah. It's that it's that eternal balance between the sympathetic system and the parasympathetic, yeah. the fight and flight mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. The lift, find yeah, the light, lift, lift and then the rest and digest. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the ability to be able to do that. Because if you get stuck in the parasympathetic, that's when, yeah, you have problems. You, yeah. The cortisol. Oh, that's the thing. That I think the, the modern world has people stuck in parasympathetic. Because yeah. work stresses, stresses of social media, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. people just get trapped in this sort of you know, stress bubble and not realising stress is probably the biggest killer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stress been the yeah. other illness who cause all or whatever. Yeah. And people are just, you know, shortening their lives by things that yes, it may seem important that, you know, for time, but when you're when you're ill, you'll think, Oh, I wish I didn't you know, I didn't have that stressful job for so long and I yeah. wish I had, you know, yeah, stepped away from it earlier. Yeah. I think that's you know, that's half where we are in this world currently. Yeah. That's why it is important to do something, some form of exercise or yes. some mindfulness or awareness, whatever. Yeah. Just to create a break from 
from the overstimulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so if mm. you are a listener in Nairobi or even mm. in Kenya, you can have a session with my mum. <laughs> well, in the in the show notes, I'll put her Instagram handle. How you can contact her. Um, are you doing classes yeah, at the moment? Yeah. Okay, so you can do the uh, ATM classes, but also the more hands-on functional integration. And I mean, it is literally. And he's yeah. got a new cat. <laughs> yes, it is. It yeah, is. Chewy. He, he wanted to get out of a lap situation. <laughs> and I mean, you've had children, you've had horse riders. Uh, I mean, Body it's bodybuilders. Mm, yeah, especially yeah. weightlifters. Weightlifters. Yeah. It's, it truly is incredible. And I hope this podcast has um, enlightened you to what it's about. And it has truly helped Leon and I through yeah, many yeah. niggles and well, especially watching yeah, every, me a lot. Yeah, every time I post, it's like what's Feldenkrais, and I sit there for like two minutes looking at the message, and I'm like, how do I explain? You're like this it's not yoga, oh. it's not yeah. massage, <laughs> it's not stretching. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sure a lot of the guys who've been asking will 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 enjoy this episode. It's kind of the study of movement. Yeah, it's almost a study of movement. But and and it's just yeah. uh, it's just that uh, when someone asks and you know, like, okay, it's movement, but how how do I yeah. explain it to the person? Yeah. Like, like what you know the words to to explain <clears throat> what? Yes. Like I, you know, I had a shoulder pain and we worked on my toe, and <laughs> someone is like, yeah. it doesn't really. You have to sort of experience it to be like, oh. That's what you mean by awareness and movement. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it's not woo-woo at all. No, it's not. No, Dr. Feldenkrais was very, very concerned that it would not be considered um, woo-woo, yes, spacey, something. something, It had to have very scientific roots. It does. I mean, just... The, the knowledge of anatomy and mm-hmm. I don't know how he created the lessons of how things connect mm-hmm. it is I know that genius. He, was, he, was he was a genius it is That's truly it, yeah. incredible because he, he definitely looked at the body as a different way from what we mm, how we yeah. see yeah. it yeah, he, he saw those yeah. connections and yeah and yet yeah. the connections that he asks you to make are very foundational mm. yeah. they're the things that children can do without oh, yeah. thinking <laughs> but we can't we have to learn to let go of something in order to do them i will so. always remember i'm sorry this one where yeah. you're lying on your front yeah and you've got to turn over without using your muscles just your spine. Uh, just the pelvis and the spine. Oh my yeah. goodness. Like, that sounds so easy, but do not use your muscles, your pelvis and your spine. Is it like how, wow. how babies are... Well, under yeah. the Himalayas yeah. in 20, to let go it's more Mm. difficult not to use your abdominals as the main very hard Mm. yeah the main efforts it's it is a difficult thing it is um so feels wonderful (laughs) feels there you go we'll we'll have listeners trying to get up from there (laughs) but without muscle effort but once you once you took me through how you do it it's actually easy easy yeah they're it's, all easy they're you just need to learn how to do it and it's like you, you and it is retraining it. your brain yeah. you like you remember yeah. yes. Yes. it's incredible yes um but i think we will leave this podcast here 
maybe we'll have you back and you can do, you can talk yes. through a, an F- uh, uh, ATM. ATM. Um, yes, absolutely. That would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe a good one for like guys who lift weights or yeah, something specific. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You as the listeners, let us know if you would like oh, yeah. that and we will get my mum back on. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's been yes, an honour. I must say. We <laughs> <laughs> got you onto the podcast, and yes. we've, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's such a, it's such. I think are you the only person who does it here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. The lady who does it on horses. Um, it is done on animals. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, if yes. you are interested, please do contact my mum. And if you live overseas, I think. Yes, Southern Place is uh, yes, or it's zoomable, zoomable, or, <laughs> or look for a practitioner in your area, mm. especially if you're in Europe. Mm. Easy. I mean, yes. Austria is the home of well, the new home. <laughs> it, it will not it's my home. Your yes. home, of Christ. <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so look out for Feldenkrais. Um, so uh, hope everyone has Thank a you. nice Have weekend. A yes. Yes. Uh, Annie, hope your cats. Are <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just two and five. You're all around. Oh, jeez. Oh. You know, five dogs, five cats. Thing is, this is a problem. I don't like odd numbers. I like even numbers. Sort of imbalance. So you, you need to get... I feel like I'd be one more dog, one more cat. One more six and six. Well, the, where's the pug? If the pug is there, then that's... Fine. Yeah, pug is there. But then I want another one, so I have to get two. Yeah, you know how oh, it goes. Gosh. <laughs> it's like, Good thing yeah. you live on a farm. Yeah, the real animal farm, eh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, animal farm. Yeah. All, All right. right. Bye. 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 Bye.